welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 190, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Uh, NXT UK TakeOver 205 Live NXT, the return of NXT UK uh, for us to be reviewing. And uh, we also watched uh, a Marafuji versus Kenta match for the GHC Heavyweight Championship from the year 2006. And we have some questions and maybe some news items. But my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Drake Younger to my Eddie Kingston, Marianne. I'm so flattered that I'm Drake Younger. I'm just happy to be Eddie Kingston. We're so badass. Yeah. What was our tag? Our tag team name was the Suicide Kings, and we were the CZW champions. Uh, I don't like that name, but I like both those people. Yeah, we were uh, we were tag team champions for 91 days. Only 91. Sad. We were we were stripped of the titles uh, for being badasses. Um, after Kingston left the company, so Kingston. He went somewhere else, probably back to Chikara, I would assume. Uh, what year was this? 2010. Oh, so this was this is around the same time as um, John Moxley. Sure. Yes. Yes. Marianne, how are you? Did you did you know that shoot week is upon us? It's shoot. it's gonna be yeah. It's it's happening. The wrestling Twitter is losing its mind. Over what? Everyone is fighting with everyone. Everyone is yelling at each other. Shoot week is is upon us. That's all you need to know. Okay. Soon people will be using their shoot names and putting pictures of themselves on Twitter. And what a time it'll be. What a time. How are you? I'm good. Um, still trying to sell my ticket. Mm-hmm. As of eight fifty one PM. Yes. It's eight fifty one. What's going on? Sorry, go- I what's, was texting. Yeah, what's yeah, ha- what's I, happening? I'm still right trying now? to sell my ticket. Um kind of don't want to have to settle for less money than I paid, but at this point it's like since I'm going to Colorado next week, I didn't want to like have that much time off and then like I was like, well, I can work like a half day and then leave at noon, mm-hmm. you know, since we close at four right. on Fridays, which I mean, I could possibly do and then drive down, mm-hmm. you know, but it's still a pain. <laughs> right. I mean, and everyone's like, what? What? Are you sick? What happened? Like, you'd go anywhere for the big dust and like true. But also my wallet can only go so far. Right. So, and right now it's like my paycheck, like I got my paycheck and literally my car payment cashed the next day and like my paycheck was like entirely gone. <laughs> well. Yeah. I was like, happen. well, this blows, but I mean, I'm going to Colorado and my dad's paying me back for the ticket I bought. So I'll have something. Nice. Also, it's snowing there. Oh, that's fun. I'm going to be miserable. 
Hooray. How are you? Uh, I'm doing quite well. Um, going to uh, PWG tomorrow. Going to see uh, ACH, who replaced Flip Gordon, who apparently hurt his knee. Um, very excited about that. I'm also going to see one Jonathan Gresham in person live. Very excited. Also, probably going to see Trevor Lee for the last time before he goes to the Fed, brothers. Ugh. Hell yeah. I'll never hear him call me Meredith ever again. (laughs) All the cool shit is happening. Wrestling. I I just want a really happy John Pingle picture with Jonathan Gresham. Oh, you're going to get it. I'm wearing my death hat. It's going to be fucking great. I'm good. Very excited. Very, good. very, I'm very, very happy. I'm very happy for Jungle Boy. Yes, Jungle Boy will also be there, who, uh, who apparently signed with AEW. Which is super smart that they snatched him up right away. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's I've been watching him for a while. Mm-hmm. And people are just now like, whoa! And I'm like, where have y'all been? Like, really? <laughs> but still, like, I'm I'm excited. Um, bummed, bummed I, like, won't be there, like... I'm sure everyone will just bother Dustin in my place mm-hmm. in, in my honor. Right. Um, I don't know if I'll text him and be like, I don't like you enough to be there. He'll be like, fucking good. I hate you. Um, or something like that. Right. But anyways, um, we're going to go over 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK because they went back. They did the smart thing and went back to one yes, episode. One... And also 205 Live went back to Tuesday. So we won't have to binge fucking everything on one day again. Yes, very excited that uh, they they finally ran out of episodes of NXT UK and they had to tape new ones. And they didn't tape as many this time. So that was fun. Uh, NXT UK TakeOver was this past weekend. Uh, it was pretty cool with the exception, the main event went on way too long. Um Pete Dunn retained against Joe Coffey. Not even really sure why Joe Coffey was in that match, but whatever. We haven't been watching. We would know if we had been watching. I mean I saw the rundown, but it still was just like meh, whatever. Um but uh after the after uh the fact when Pete Dunn <laughs> What? No, continue. I know where it's going. Uh, after Pete Dunne retained his NXT UK Championship, uh, Volta came out, and they had That's a nice little uh, they had a nice little stare down. So Volta is here. Um, he is already. They've recorded the next set of tapings, so I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing him on TV uh, very shortly. God, I love that man. So very excited for that um i would definitely watch this event it was overall very good it was a lot of fun despite the uh elongated main event which was just like i just am excited to see Walter murder someone on tv you will see that so let's talk about 205 live um i mean we got the rundown from uncle drake as we do uh we opened the show with uh leo five live leo rush taking on Lince Dorado. I fucking hate the sound of Leo Rush's voice. I love it because I it's so nasally. Yeah. I mean, that's why do you think they have him talk so much? Because his voice is annoying, yeah. Mm-hmm, I, exactly. I'm like, and he's not even trying to be, it's just naturally the sound of his voice just makes me want to mute the TV. Yeah. Like, I that's just don't want to hear him talk. I'm like, Christ, he's annoying. That's heat. That's some good old-fashioned heat. Uh, this match was fun. Um, I really <laughs> the sliding slap was fucking great, and then, and then the look at me. Yeah, he's just screaming, <laughs> "Look at me!" 
Um, and that bottom rope acai moonsault looked stiff as f marianne my goodness it did i feel like we talked about this before last time we saw him do one of these and i was just like it doesn't matter what rope he jumps off of he's so little yeah he's like, like he gets so much air regardless yeah uh yeah like it's probably safest for him to always go off the bottom rope because he would like literally go like go He'd fly into the yeah the atmosphere to space if he went off the top he rope. would fly so far away he would just he would just never never come back down. Uh I love that Lindsay Did you see him like past the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be great. Uh he becomes an asteroid. Oh my god. He's a comet. He's like Haley's comet. Le- Leo's comet. <laughs> um I love Lindsay Dorado paying tribute to Super Crazy with that uh the triple moon salt off the uh the first second and third turn buckle that is yeah especially since he looks so winded by the last one <laughs> um i mean this match is fine what do we got i i have holy shit that leg drop but honestly i watched so much wrestling over the past two days i don't even know what that means um i'm sure it was cool it was a pretty it was a pretty cool leg drop on the apron oh yes okay yeah holy moly yeah. understandable did you watch this before the classic match no, I watched everything in every. I watched everything in order. Everything that is here is in order. Oh wow! I watched the classic. So no wonder match you last... don't remember because the classic match was fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Consumed my brain. Yes. Uh, final hour. Leo gets the win. He beats the shit out of Lindsay, and the rest of Lucha House Party comes for the save. Um, next up, we had a backstage segment with Noam Dar. You just made the list. It's fucking Noam Dar. <laughs> and uh, Tony Nese comes over and he's like, oh, I'm Tony Nese. Look at look at my, I, or that you can't beat me. I'm Tony Nese. And then Noam Dar just goes, you lost. And he just keeps saying that. And Tony Nese is like, I'm very upset. I'm Tony Nese. And that he's was like, yeah, but, but, and he's like, but you lost. Yeah. Which is even more savage because he's Scottish. Yes. Uh, we then had a backstage segment with uh, Uncle Drake and uh, TJP. You just made the list. And it looks like TJP took a couple of weeks off to get some more tattoos. They, for the longest time, I was convinced they were fake. I'm still convinced that some of them are. But um, you had put Thomas Jenkins. His name is Theodore James. Perkins, I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Um. It, it looked like he brought a pack of, like, the most cliche douchebag temporary tattoos into a shop and was like, yeah, I want all of these, but real and on only one half of my body. Yikes. <laughs> like, where, like, he got NorCal stars, a palm tree, a Kansas City symbol, script on his pecs, which is so fucking douchey, and, like, some other shit, bro. Like, if you didn't know he was a fuckboy, you do now. That being said, still on the list. You just made the list! Um, I, I saw, like, the first couple ones he got, and I went, that's not real. I was like, it looked too, <laughs> yeah. it looked too fresh, but, like, not in a fresh way to where it's raised. Yes. And I have a lot of tattoos. And I was like, that looks fresh, like he just took the washcloth off of a temporary tattoo. <laughs> and why would you get it on the back of your hand? You idiot. I don't know. I don't know. But I've asked him about it, and he hasn't responded, probably because he knows I'll rip into him about it. I was like, when are you getting these, and why would you get them all at once? Like, you dummy. But still, like, whatever. TJ just did his his usual um, Draco Malfoy bit. 
<laughs> yes, he did. He just walked away. He's like, he oh, didn't whatever. have to do anything, and it was hot, and they, he walked away. Uh, all the people in the cruiserweight match at the Rumble are saying things. Uh, after that, we had Kalisto taking on. Oh, that's next week. Kalisto, yes. Tozawa, and uh, Hideo Itami next week. That should be fun. Um, so how am I just now making this visual connection between Brian Kendrick and Drew McIntyre? Oh, they kind of look similar. They do look similar. They look very similar. <laughs> and I never noticed it. It's strange because he had a beard and I mean, McIntyre kind of has a beard. Yeah, I know. And it was like, because I had never, I, I, for some reason, like I saw Drew McIntyre and I went, wow, he looks, oh my God. And then it like clicked. For some reason, but then I realized who Spanky looks like. And it's... Have you seen The Return of the King? Yes, but it's been a while. You know, at the beginning of The Return of the King, I don't know if it's just as the extended editions, because I only watch the extended editions. We've got a nerd alert. Nerd alert, yeah. Um, He looks like Smeagol before he turned into Gollum. Oh, okay. When he was still a hobbit-like creature. Yes. Like, before he found the ring. He looks like Andy Serkis with a wig. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I was looking at it, and I just went, oh, my God. Give it to me. It's my birthdays. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, Buddy Murphy. Uh, Up next, we had Buddy Murphy versus a mystery opponent. And uh, much like Jasmine Masters... Buddy Murphy has got something to say. <laughs> Have you been watching All Stars? Did we talk about this? I'm fucking dying. Have you been watching All Stars? Of course I am. It is by far. It is the craziest shit I've ever seen, and it's so fun. <laughs> I fucking love every episode. See, this is this is John in 2019 hyping up RuPaul's Drag Race, which is. The funny, I love it. It's my favorite TV show. It's like that and Queer Eye are like my favorite TV shows ever. But oh, holy shit, yes, I have been watching. The rules have been changed. Lala Perusa. Lala Perusa is something that's happening. Yes, it is. Um, also, side note, uh, Nia sent me a DM the other day and she threw in some uh drag lingo in there. And I said, John would be so proud. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> she was like don't you mean throw in some shade and i went oh my god god damn i've clutched my pearls again <laughs> uh so buddy murphy comes out and says hey who's my opponent gonna be and who should come out but one umberto carrillo and uh this is uh certainly his week isn't it he's bit he's gonna be on two shows we're gonna talk about him a little later but yeah i was like where has he been hmm everywhere many show um this match was it was okay i mean there was a huge lull in the middle of it like it was just like what is happening we are not showcasing umberto at all (laughs) um berto umberto where are all your high fly moves uh he did a pretty cool um i don't know he did a pretty cool uh springboard headbutt uh and then i don't know buddy murphy faking the Knee injury. I was just kind of like, I didn't give a shit about this match afterwards, honestly. I was like, okay, I get it, I think, but not really. I didn't care. I think Buddy Murphy won. No, he won. That was the end of that. NXT opened up with the Street Profits taking on uh, the the new team of the Metro Brothers, Christopher and JC. 
Like J.C. Chazay? Uh, sure. Uh, they looked like Deuce and Domino 2000, so that's cool. Uh, this was a pretty just... It was a squash match for sure. Um, that right hand from Angelo Dawkins. Goodness gracious. Look at you complimenting Angelo Dawkins. I know. Year 2019. This was this was a, a short match, but it was a fun match. Just because like when Dawkins was just punching everyone uh everyone was just he got, screaming like, crazy and it was great but i was like oh he had to go and hit the one that looks like ralph macchio yeah he fucking beat the shit out of both of them um it was a pretty quick match street profits win forgotten sons are here to punch they people just fought two guys that looked like greasers basically and then the forgotten sons came out after the fact and started punching each other i don't know and that one fan, oh my god, there was one audience member as they were backing up the ramp that was just really loudly and very clearly like, you guys suck, like so loud. <laughs> and I went, oh my god, it was so vicious. Because everybody was saying like mean stuff, obviously, but it was like this person perfectly timed it. It was like the chicken nuggets guy. She <laughs> was like the chicken nuggets guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't think so. Do you remember the no chicken fingers? Oh, the is it the the let's go the guy? fan at the during the Daniel Bryan? Oh yes, like, Ch- fingers. chicken fingers! <laughs> He's just screaming for various food items. Was it was stuff. just really perfectly timed. He's just like, you guys suck. Absolutely like, loved it. It was great. Whew. Matt Riddle and Keith Lee are friends. I don't know if we knew this, but. They cut a nice little backstage interview telling us that. And holy shit, that eye contact that Matt Riddle made with the camera snatched my soul. My God. Your, it your freaked soul me ha- out. Soul has been officially snatched. It, it it freaked me out. He like I was like, if it wasn't like an interview thing, like if it if it wasn't in that style, I would have said he totally broke the fourth wall. But based on that style, that's not possible. But he just, like, looked right into the camera, and I was like, what are you doing, Matthew? Stop it. Uh, We had a green screen, Alistair Black. He was yelling a lot. That's pretty much all I gathered from that. Some Wyatt family vibes. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair's here, though. And uh, a glittery tube top. Yes. And the the horse ladies come out. Uh, What a terrible nickname. I'm just, I just, I don't know what's happening. My brain is... We just... should just put them... We should... You know what? I bet you there's already My Little Ponies of them. Oh, probably. Um, and... That's horrid. Shayna gets up in their, in her face and is saying and she's... burned the shit out of her. Saying she's overrated and all this stuff. And Bianca Belair is just like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And she does. And she, and she leaves. And that's... Pretty much the end of that. To Shayna, though, she was really good in this segment. Oh yeah, she was fantastic. Her delivery was just so crisp. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "This is they were there because they're both very charismatic." Yes, on the mic, but Shayna just ooh, she was so good. It was good stuff, especially since I have a hard time like really taking her seriously because she sounds like evil Bailey. (laughs) Okay, I do Do get. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> next up, we had Adrian uh Joe Joe whatever he's Brazilian. Joe is not gonna work here anymore. Versus uh Dominic ja- Dijakovic. There we go. 
Dijakovic. And it's uh, so I saw a tweet earlier today that was like, only WWE could take a man's simple name and somehow make it the most complex thing to say ever. It, I mean, it should be Dijakovic. <laughs> it's just to be Donovan Dijak. They should I mean, it should. The original. Dijakovic. Um, Adrian was dance fighting, and this match was pretty boring. That's really all I got there. You know what they probably did that for? Hmm. Like, change the name? For him? No, because it's his actual last name. Dijakovic? Dijak? No, Dijak. I mean, they, if it's his and actual they real really name. Trademark, yeah. They can't really trademark his actual name. Yeah, that's probably what... Yeah, but then, but then again, I totally just cancel myself out because Drew Gulak. <laughs> yeah, because that's his actual first and last name. Gulakovic. <laughs> uh, imagine a fight between those two. We had a War Raiders thing, and then an NXT UK Takeover thing, and then we had a John Boy Gargano thing taking on an Umberto thing. Um, yeah, I mean, this match—it was a match. I wasn't really into it. I don't know why. We had I a wasn't cha- really into NXT this week. We had a Champa thing. We had a Velveteen Dream thing. And then we had our main event, which is Big Lads wrestling. Cassius Ono taking on Keith Lee. The f- friendliest Big Lads, just in case anybody was wondering. Can confirm. Together with Jonah Rock, they would make, like, Captain Big Planet. Oh, my God. I'd be so down. What a trio. Jonah that Rock be. is a really fucking nice guy, too. Yes, he is. And he's also <laughs> a big lad. Um, I loved Ono ducking out. He's just like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to leave. Ducking out with his massive self? Yes. Um, the arm ringer into the ropes followed up with an elbow to the back of Keith's head was pretty cool. Um, Keith hit the pounce. Um, there was the senton with the double knees. <laughs> it was like, nope. Yeah. Uh, was, I, yikes. Um, ref bump, low blow, roaring elbow. Ono wins. The Matt end. Riddle comes out and he is an angry lad and everyone's just whatever. Yeah, but he's he's angry, but also you could tell he's smiling behind the anger. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think Matt Riddle can ever actually be angry. Because they are bros. And also because he's just constantly stoned. That too, probably. Yeah. Uh, here we are, NXT UK. We back, y'all. We back to weekly stuff. Uh, we had a takeover recap, which I've mentioned 17 times already. We had a Liguero taking on Saxon Huxley, and uh, I mean, Saxon Huck- Huxley, kind of boring. Uh, yeah, to take a name, I've already ripped into his name before. Yes. Like, um, take the most English-sounding places and put them, like, in one name. The only thing he's missing is upon why afterwards. <laughs> uh, the next match we had, I, I don't have a lot of notes, but it was pretty solid. It was Ginny taking on, is it I- Isla Dawn? It's Isla, yeah. Hell yeah, I got it right. Uh, Ginny did this step up Hurricane Rana, and that shit was smooth as it was tight. Oh my goodness, it looked so good. I think when I was rating a match, I'm like, I'm just gonna give it this rating because of that sweet, sweet step up Hurricane Rana. It was great. Yeah, it was. I actually really liked that match. Isla is a great seller. She's very strong. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I I mean, I haven't seen much else from the women's division yeah well because she was she was trained by alistair black oh there you go they dated for a oh very yeah long i was just time. gonna say didn't, didn't they all right well <laughs> moving on uh we ginny ended up winning i believe yes yes she did uh we had a travis banks fang 
Man, he looked fucked up. But then again, Travis Banks just looks fucked up all the time. Uh, and now we're moving on to our main event. This was a lot of fun. We had, um, as I like to call them, the Flash of Lightning. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster taking on... Um, they have a tag team name. I just can't remember what it is. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. Which is very strange because isn't Mar- isn't uh, Fabian Eichner Italian? Yes. What is their tag team name? It's like... Their y- names... European be, Union. Their names should be swapped. Because Marcel Barthel does not sound German. No, it doesn't. Eichner is a German name. Yes, Eichner is, seems very German. I believe I they're called know. European Union, but I'm not sure wow, if that's true. Wow, that's yep. really clever. Yeah, European Union. Ugh. Hey, they got matching tights. And you know who else had matching tights? It was fucking uh, Morgan and Mar- Lil Mark Andrews. They, well, they I mean, color scheme, tights, color scheme. They just had tights. They were like, let's wear tights that are the same color. Tights of similar friends in <laughs> similar tights. <laughs> Oh my god. Fist. Oh my god. Fist is coming back. Fist versus the EU. <laughs> um Marian, what did you think of this match? I thought it was pretty solid. It was a lot of fun. The beginning of this, just the entrance was just me squealing at dog whistle levels. Mm. Um because my mod daddy. Yep. Um I am not into that whole daddy kink thing. Never have been, never will be, but the right. only daddy I have is my actual daddy and Flash Morgan Webster, my mod daddy. Excellent. Um, yes, there was a lot of matching gear. Uh, Manders was very sparkly. Mm-hmm. Had his pants pulled up properly. I didn't have to go, Markle, pull your pants up. Wow. I'm always worried about that. Um, Marcel Bartel, um, every time he comes out, I just want to go pause and just stare at him forever because he is a beautiful marble statue and should be in a museum, to be honest. He All looks, right he's just carved perfection. Um, not even in a list way. He just is, those cheekbones could cut glass. Mm-hmm. He's just beautiful. Um, they were talking about Fabian Eichner's strength when he was in the ring with Mark Andrews at one point, And I was like, okay, you know what? You can't really hype up somebody's strength when they're facing Mark Andrews. That is very true. I was like, he weighs like 150 pounds and half of that is just smiles and spunk. Yes, absolutely. So... Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, half of that is just the pop punk in his soul. Yes. Uh, Eichner hit a crazy backbreaker on, I believe, He's Mark v- Andrews. very good. Yeah. He, oh, cause he caught him like in the middle of the air and like yeah. dropped him. Which is, yeah. which is how you have to deal with Mandrew's attacks. Absolutely. Uh, Fabian Eichner, man, this dude is, I'm so glad they else. kept him on. Cause I remember going, He's really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, he was doing some of, evo- uh, he's been doing some evolve stuff. Um, but it's going to be great to see him on uh, NXT UK every week. I'm just excited that Marcel Bartel and fucking Walter are together again. Yeah, I honestly wonder if they're going to make their own little version of Ring Conf in NXT UK. I would die. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Little, little... Oh, yeah. Marcel Ring Conf is essentially... Like... No more. I mean, I think that I actually think maybe it's not no more. Um, well, they, <laughs> I turned think so. into, they turned into Schadenfreude. Oh, really? Didn't they? Basically. Oh, uh, I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's the the one that has Chris Brooks in it. Oh, aren't they called? Because they had teamed up with Ring Comp at one point, and Walter isn't entirely signed. Yeah, that's true. 
All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, well, you can't chain down Volter. No. You kidding me? No, you cannot. Um, he, he's like he is like Gulliver. Right, and we are with all, all the mini small... people trying to chain him down. Exactly. That's something nope. about right. Nope. No, no, not doing it. <laughs> um, but is there is there finisher called South Wales subculture or is that their name? I have no idea. Who said that? Uh, Mandrews. When did he say that? He posted it on Instagram, and then he said South Wales subculture, and then Angelica was like, thanks for stealing this and not crediting me. <laughs> I mean, did he, he tagged, maybe that's what the move is called. Oh, I think that's, yeah, that's what the what move I'm is thinking. called. Dude, it that's, might be. that's a freaking sweet move. It is um, a knee strike uh, with a reverse Rana. That's it is pretty so sweet. sick. I mean, of I course hope it's a reverse Rana. Mandrus can do one of those like literally in his sleep. <laughs> um, I bet you he does a reverse Rana into his bed every night. May- I mean, probably. Uh, I mean, uh, he alternates between a shooting star press and a reverse Rana. <laughs> uh, match was uh, overall very good, but the uh, the European Union uh, got the better of, I guess, the South Wales subculture. I think that might be. The name of the fit, the move, but whatever, you get the point. Um, Who the, knows? I'll, you know what? I'll just ask Flash. You could do that. Uh, yeah, but I also, told him, pi- I told him to. Okay, so side note: Did you see that thing I retweeted? That was that girl that was stuck in the airport for like four hours, and so she. Oh yeah, like, she like music video all over the place. to Holland Oats and gained I'd like sent- five thousand followers in like three hours. It's the funniest shit ever. I sent it to Flash, and I was like, "Please show this to Baby Mark." And tell him that I miss him. And he was like, I will. And I was like, I cannot listen to Hollow Notes without thinking of Sweet Angel Mark. <laughs> and he was like, me either. <laughs> um, Eichner and Barthel get the win with their finisher that looked a lot better this time around. Yeah, I knew it would. I knew it was just that one time that it was going to look weird. Yeah, because they were trying to do it on huge lads. That's why. Huge lads. Oh, man. Here we go, Marianne. It's time to talk I'm about so excited. our classic Dan, match. Dan is like on the edge of his seat riding the train right now or the bus or whatever it was. Um, that, was that made my, my day was reading his reaction to us <laughs> saying we were going to watch Marafuji versus Kenta. Um, John so, doesn't even know where to start. We, we watched, um, we watched um, I, I, I'm probably going to butcher this, but you can correct me. I think it's uh, Nayo Michi. Yes, Naomichi. It's exactly the way it looks. Naomichi Marafuji taking on Kenta for the GHC Heavyweight Championship. Uh, this is from Noah. I don't know what event, but it's from 2006. Um, I, I, Marianne, do you have a more respect for for Kenta, aka Hideo Atami, after this match? Um, yes, but also, who told him it was okay to wear like brown velvet and yellow? That's like his. That was his signature. No. Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. Those are not his okay. colors forever. No. Look, I understand. No, I have a Sanrio bumblebee that are those colors. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> he just was like, that will be my gear. The Sanrio bumblebee. <laughs> Sanrio bumblebee. Oh, yeah, look at that. Did you Google it? I did. Oh, yeah, he is those, he is those colors. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Kenta, the Sanrio um, sweet cor- sweet Coron is, is is this character's name. <laughs> well, I know we found our title again. Kenta, hold on, hold on, everyone, everyone, calm down. Kenta, the Sanrio Bumble. B. I I mean, uh, usually when you you do a show, you put the like, you know, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, whatever you watched. We just go, no, we don't care. We how people find us. Yeah, we know how people find us, and also we never have it. We never we think of a title as the episode goes. Yes, it's, it's very, a... it's very um, what's the organic? Yes, like... very, very organic. Um, so fuck. This match was insane. I I watched this last night, and there was just one point where I think you I watched it last night. How did you sleep? Uh, I didn't go to bed till like one. Um, it was so restlessly. Yeah. So I remembered like at one point I was just laughing, um, <laughs> and I just had no idea what was going on anymore. I actually said I said things out loud. Like that's how you know it's a good wrestling. Usually I just like watch stuff and I'm like. All right. I think at one point I said, "Oh no, don't do that." And then I and then I said, "No," immediately after. Um I was laughing like I for I couldn't even like laughing because you didn't even real like know what was happening anymore. That was me like halfway through the match. Um I mean I was like I'm witnessing everything. What is going on? Uh, the fact that um, Kenta comes out to the champ is here, which is basically Samoa Joe, uh, ROH music, kind of. Um, that shit was crazy. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Um, they start off the match basically by just slapping the shit out of each other. Um, I mean, this match was definitely a slow burn. And when it picked up, oh, boy, did it ever fucking pick up. Yeah, I know. I'm looking. I'm looking at the notes, and you guys, it literally is just regular, like regular font. And then as it goes, it just becomes all caps. And then at one point, it just is all caps for the rest of the match. Um, <laughs> around the 18 minute mark, I just have a note that says this match has been mostly Kenta. He's just fucking Marafuji up, just beating the shit out of him. Um. And I love that spring. There was a lot of springboards, too, in this match. Oh, yeah. Uh, and some of them were countered and some of them were not countered. Maybe some of them should have been countered. But um, oh, yes. So uh, at one point in this match, uh, it, things are starting to go Marafuji's way. Um, he things are starting to Marafuji. He kicks. He springboard drop kicks Kenta into the guardrail. Um Kenta kicks him a couple more times, but Marafuji gets the uh, he gets the upper hand, and he tells everybody, "Hey, move! I'm gonna assign moonsault onto this dude." And he pulls the railing out, so he as to not hit it. Um, and then he hit it. And then <laughs> he hit alert. it. He's like, "I'm not gonna hit this railing." He didn't. Fucking um, good fucking lord. So he basically, I was freaking out, and this was a match that happened. Uh, how many years ago? <laughs> 2006, man. So it happened 13 years ago. I was like, oh my god, I hope he's okay, even though I know he's okay. Which is weird because Marafuji did it, but Kenta ended up being the one bleeding, and Marafuji was the one that freaking whacked his face on the guardrail. It was his neck, dude. 
Was it really? Yeah, he like watched it like three times, and I went fuck. It was his neck. Like he just was like, "I'm gonna put my neck onto this metal pole. I'm just gonna crack my windpipe." Yeah, and he hit. Um, I I mean, I assume he he got Kenta because he that his nose looked like it was broken, like straight up. Oh yeah, fucked. Yeah, but that didn't even bother him. Oh no, they didn't give a shit. No way. He's Um, a Sanrio bumblebee. There was a really cool thing that Marafuji did where he, like, uh, Kenta was in the corner and he, like, ran towards the ropes and he springboarded off the second one sideways into the corner. Do you remember that? That was pretty cool. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't Wait, seen that. The, the flying back elbow one? I'm no, like not the flying. Trying to remember where you're at. Not like. the flying back elbow one. That I'm, I, uh, I apparently skipped half my notes in, in, in seeing this, but that's fine. Um, can we, uh, 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 I see your motion and I second it. Are you down to call Lariat's axe bombers now? Yes. And in fact, I almost called in when we talked about, uh, NXT UK, I almost was like, oh, that axe bomber turned flash inside out, but went, no, I need to be in, I need to do this in chronological order. Yeah, man. Not yet world. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine with it. I'm fine with calling them axe bombers. They're fucking cool. Um, dude. Oh, there's the little running springboard elbow into the corner. Okay, I skipped a bunch, yeah. but whatever. There's a couple of, yeah. There's a couple of those. There was a lot of everything. Yeah, this match was fucking insane. Um, Marafuji, uh, he does uh, the Shiranu, which is um, the slice bread number two. That's what he calls it, the Shiranu. Oh, so it is that. Yes. I, okay, I, I went, made a note of that later. Yeah, I, I went like, through wait, and... So it's basically slice bread number two. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. I think he may have innovated it, but I'm probably wrong because Spanky's been around forever, but whatever. And I'm sure he didn't invent it either. I don't know. Someone will correct me. Um, I love when he went for it and he just got dumped the fuck outside. And then this was when I just, yeah, uh, Marianne says she had a borderline anxiety attack. And I was, look at my notes. I was right there with you. Um, Oh, don't do that. No. They were trying to suplex each other off the uh, WCW style rampway. Yeah. And I was like, please stop doing this. And then uh, Kenta... It makes me uncomfortable when they even stand on it. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to happen with that thing. Um, but, fuck. Uh, Kenta tries to German suplex him off the rampway. And <laughs> Marafuji rolls through and super kicks him. And goes for the Shiranu again, but doesn't hit it. And my last note in the sequence is, man, hell Yes. Yes, because he, like, rolled through it, meaning he landed on his feet out of a German suplex. And, uh, Marianne, we know where the uh, the falcon arrow off of the apron spot came from. Exactly. That's what I put. I mean, if you've done it before, why not do it again? Because I'll scream both times regardless. This one looked, I mean, it looked a lot more like a falcon arrow. I think the one he did last week was a lot more brutal looking. Oh, it definitely was. Uh, but this shit was, it was still... was the camera angle, for like, sure. Holy fuck. Like, so he hits him with the falcon arrow, he gets back inside, and then he just springboard double stomps him, just for good measure. So this was a fight to the death, apparently. Yeah, it, it seemed okay. like it was. Marafuji, what, gets back into the ring at 14, and takes another springboard drop kick for his troubles. Um... 14 because in Japan they count to 20. Yeah. Uh jeez. I remember that. Oh the uh oh man, the Busaku? Busaki? Busaku, right? B U S A I K U. 
Saiku. 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 Busaiku. Yeah, you pronounce all of the letters. Busaiku ni. That is, uh, I, if that ni looks familiar, Marianne, it's because Daniel Bryan uses it. Busaiku. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to overpronounce the i. Busaiku. Busaiku works. Busaiku. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan uses that running knee. I remember the first time he used it, the internet fucking lost their minds. Uh, so that's one of Kenta's uh, patented moves, as is the go to sleep. Yeah, which everybody just keeps stealing his shit, man. Yeah. Respect me. <laughs> yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Stop stealing my moves. <laughs> um, Kenta, at one point, just runs towards Marafuji, like jumping towards him, and he just gets kicked right in the fucking chest. It was like they were trying to escape, like... Like a pen full of zombies. Yeah, and he was just like, "Nope," and then kicked him back in. Uh, and then that we... was a weird. That was a weird illustration that just happened in my head, but it it was it made me laugh very hard. <laughs> uh, then they just started German suplexing each other, and then Marafuji hit a fucking yes, hit a super kick, and then hit another one, and then. I mean, they're just trying to end each other's lives. As you said, this is a fight to the death. We had a top rope tiger suplex, which is just like, oh, my God, please stop doing this. Yes, and the commentator was just like, and all I heard was go. (laughs) Just fucking screaming. I have a note that is italicized, underlined, and bold that just says this match is fucking insane. (laughs) Um, And then Marafuji just started punching him in the or kicking him in the head. And then, oh, he gets hit with the go to sleep, and he sold it like he got shot by a rocket. Because he did get shot by a rocket, John. Jeez. Foot on the rope, super kick, and then the knee strike again. Fuck my entire life. <laughs> Dude. Uh, the fucking three roundhouse kicks to the head. That's how I want to die. That shit was fucking insane. And the last one was so unnecessary because of how low it was, but I totally appreciated it nonetheless. <laughs> And it then, was like roundhouse kick, like almost like a leg sweep. Like, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we had a Spanish fly and a fucking kick out. And I have a note. This is the point of the match where I said, I am just laughing. I have no idea what is happening anymore. I should have known what I was getting into, but I was like that around the halfway mark of that match. Good Lord. Um, and then uh, Marafuji hit a move I haven't seen before. Uh, he calls it the pole shift. Uh, it is a fisherman buster into a Michinoku driver. I'm sure there is a variant of it as well, but holy shit, that was cool. And Marafuji retains, uh, and uh, somehow Kenta is still alive. <laughs> somehow both these men are still alive and still wrestling. That's so ridiculous. This match was crazy. 13 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. man. Shit was absolutely insane, and I'm so that... glad we watched it. Oh, my God. I... You're what? I'm so glad we watched it. I will tell Seth that you think that. I was very fucking hyped because I haven't seen like old school Kenta. I mean, I guess, well, 13 years ago. I haven't seen uh, early. Let's just say earlier. I haven't seen earlier Kenta and earlier Marafuji. So I I'm was pretty uh, hyped to see that this match was fucking great. I feel like I'm going to end up asking uh, Simon Gotch for more. Hey man, if you want to, if he, his idea. he keeps bringing the fire with like this, I'm fine with it. Oh, also, he was like, "You should watch." You just this made one. the list. I was like, oh, he's the best. There when we I go. say his name's Seth, so when I say Seth, right? Um, did I tell you that he used to get his flight stuff mixed up with Seth Rollins all the time? They would give them the wrong ticket all the time. Yes. 
Oh my god. How fucking annoying is that? Very annoying. But uh, anyways, yeah, that match was fucking bonkers. And I had told you, I was like, it's taking me two days to watch this match. Yeah, it was fucking insane. Um, So next week, we're going to get back to the Royal Rumble. Uh, We are going to watch uh, from Royal Rumble 2003. We're going to watch Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit. Marianne, have you ever watched a Chris Benoit match? No. Mm, All right. Well, I mean, I like I, I, you know what? I feel like I may have. We will. Uh, I mean, I know it's hard, but we will try and separate uh, the horrible thing he did uh, from his wrestling just next week. At least you can do that. Sometimes I wish you could just when you watch a match and you don't want to look at that person's face, just like, you know how you can pin and pin uh, an item on Instagram? Yes. And it'll move like with the picture. Just put a smiley face on that person's face, and it just falls <laughs> the entire time, so you don't have to watch. Oh my god! Fucking Chris Benoit, who committed suicide and skirted all responsibility. That smiley face sure can wrestle. Yeah, I can. Um, I really hope it doesn't end up killing his family. Well, Jesus. And this took a turn for the. All right, really, let's really let's get negative. to some questions here. Uh, Jay Tyler Brown asks. Uh, he wants our take on people asking for their releases. Now, Marianne, I don't know if you've been following it, but there have been reports that The Revival have asked for their release. Mike and Maria Kanellis uh, have asked for their release. And it also and seems... denied their release. Yes. It also seems that uh, Dolph Ziggler is on his way out. Um, but he's been on his way out for the past three years. I know. I read a tweet earlier today that's like... Uh, it's funny that everyone talks about how he's on his way out, but nobody talks about how apparently every few months he gets a multi-year, multi-million dollar extension. Seems yeah, very he's, weird. he's like, okay, so Cher's, Cher's going away tour is Dolph Ziggler's career. <laughs> it doesn't end. He's going to have he's gonna have a residency in Vegas of just his career. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, uh, what do I think of them asking for the releases? I think... Uh, it's, Do you think the revival really asked for their release? No, it's it's you know it is um, rumored. Everything is rumor and innuendo right now. It was a very conflicting report. I was going to write something on it, but um, it you was don't know so... where to get like really reliable information. Yeah, it was like they asked for their release. No, they didn't. Well, they didn't, but they might have. It was. I was like, okay, this. You is could weird. just make an article that says what the fuck is happening. Basically. Um, <laughs> Well, Mike and Maria Canellos, completely understandable. They're not fucking doing anything. Yeah. The Revival should be doing something, but they're not. Yeah. So I, I, mean, I, I really don't know. If they know. get released and I end up seeing Dash Wilder in person, I won't complain. There you go. He's a fine-looking fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, well, my take on it is, I mean, it's going to happen. People are going to be unhappy. They see the shiny new toy. They would like that toy, and that toy is... All elite wrestling. Um, so well, I it's mean, not even that necessarily. Sometimes they're just unhappy. Yeah, and they just want to leave. They just yeah. Don't like be... I feel like I feel like has that been a thing like more recently in more recent years where people be like, I want to leave because I feel like what happened was it was like Pac left, mm-hmm. Austin Aries left, Simon Gotch left, mm-hmm. and these are all people that like asked for their releases. Yeah, because well, they were and they unhappy. were they were. For the, I mean, Pac was not granted his. He's just left and then didn't do anything. The other two were granted their releases, and uh, but they granted their release, but then will be like they're fired. 
Yeah, I mean, they say that Simon Gotch was fired, but he really, he really made vocally was like, "I want to leave. Let me leave." Yeah, and I'm sure I'm leaving now. Okay, bye. I mean, I don't know how he feels about them being like, "No, we fired you." I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. Oh no, he doesn't give a shit because he wanted to leave, and if that ended up being the case, then that's fine. Yeah. So I mean, he's like, "Whatever. Who gives a shit? I'm still, I'm still wrestling. I can be handsome elsewhere." Yeah, so, um, I mean... With or without my mustache, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, my take on people asking for the releases, I don't know. If you're unhappy, you shouldn't be there, but you gotta realize you're still under contract, and they don't have to let you out of that. I mean, yeah, sorry, it's true. probably time it a little bit better. Oh yeah, definitely time it a little bit better. Because if you if you don't time it like that, it makes it really fucking obvious what your plans are if you don't time that better. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, man. J. Tyler Brown asks a couple of great questions, and he has my my favorite question. Uh, but I, I will get to that. Uh, your number no, one wrestler... Your favorite question is Nick's question. Did Nick ask a question? No, Nick's question in the past about... Um, oh, yes. Yeah, that was the best question. Uh, your number one wrestler that you'd like to see in a different promotion. Ooh, boy, that's very interesting. I, never mind, I'm not going to go there. I personally, I think I would like to see, uh, I think I'd like to see Dolph Ziggler in any other promotion, because I want to see what happens. Did you see that he and Ryan Nemeth have a shirt? I did see that. God damn it, those two are so silly. Did you see he changed his name on all of his social medias to his actual name? And well, have you I'll, noticed I'll, he's not no, been on TV? Yo, yo, that's been a thing though. Recently, we yeah. talked about this. Yeah. So it's very hard. Did he change it on Instagram too? Yeah, I have no idea. Because apparently, it's really hard if you're if you're verified on Instagram to change your name and stay verified. Huh. I mean, Twitter used to do that. I guess they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, apparently, it's really hard. Well, well, on on Twitter, I guess if you change your it's. I think it's d- more difficult with Instagram. Hmm. Like with Instagram, it's like because people will get on. Sorry to harp, the, beat the dead horse. That is my love for Simon Gotch. But people will be like, "Why do you still have that as your name?" And he's like, "I can't change it." <laughs> he's like, "I would, but I can't." Like he's like, "Do you have any idea what the process is to go out of ch- to change it to prove that it's me when it was them that put that through and then all of it? It's like ridiculous." supposedly because instagram has a like really high rate of hacking right so who knows but yeah Dolph Ziggler in any other promotion would be fine yeah um, uh comedy wrestling does it hurt help or reflect a changing medium in which different stories are told how the who the fuck asked that question it's this is still jay tyler how dare you my favorite wrestler is chuck taylor so it helps. And you asked such a ridiculous question. So it helps. I think um, in the right setting, it is always welcome. Yes. I don't not think too much of it. I can. I, I, and even then, I don't think it hurts. I, I feel like it's it's good to bring in every once in a while because I there, if there's I cannot stand just all serious. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that's what Lucha Underground kind of was. Yeah. And I would watch it and go, this is boring and tacky. You're tacky and I hate you. Um, shout out to anybody that got that reference. Um, but it, it's, it, I, I think it's refreshing to see. 
um, even if it's the same type of people all the time. Right. But then there's also really talented people who can really balance it out. All hail the Miz. All hail. Yeah. So. All right. And EC3. Yeah. So. Uh, he has a fo- the follow up is what is the weirdest, most outrageous story you'd like to see told using wrestlers as a medium? Hold on, I think I may have just sold my PWG ticket. Repeat the question. Uh, follow up, what is the weirdest or most outrageous story you'd like to see told using wrestling as a medium? I will go first. Please do. So this is a story that uh, won't work anymore, but it would have been fucking fantastic if they had done it. Um, oh, boy, let me see here. Let me just, uh, let me get a, uh, a, a I need a... Um, when was he, when did you stop wrestling, sir? Oh yeah, he came back to wrestling. Let's like just, just say any random kind of like drunk history, but with wrestling. I mean, that would be fun. I mean, this is purely a storyline. I think that would be great. That's a great. That is, I think, the ultimate answer. He just his question: What's the weirdest or most outrageous story? So I think drunk history would be fun. Uh, mine is more of a storyline that probably wouldn't work now because it's been too long. Um, I'd say it would work in like 2007, 2008. Um, I wanted the Patriot to come back. I don't know if you're familiar with the Patriot, uh, Marianne. He was a masked man who wore a mask that I think had an eagle on the side, eagles on the side of it. Um, you you can find a picture of him. You said the Patriot, and I just went Mel Gibson. No, 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 no. So uh, um. <laughs> the Patriot would come back. He would be a good guy through and through. He'd just be like, "I'm here fighting for the American people." Bloody bloody blue. Surprise! He's Russian. No surprise. Uh, <laughs> when he does end up getting unmasked, it's Muhammad Hassan, who I don't know if you're familiar with Marianne. We, uh, but uh, man, they did an angle. Where uh, it was real bad. It was right after the London bombings. And uh, yeah, it was bad. They aired it and then they ended up just firing him. Getting just getting. uh, That's horrid. Yeah, it sucked for him. Um, But it was great. You should read his Wikipedia. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. That would have been a fun little like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, no, see, I told you I love America. Just to get back into the company. I don't know where you go beyond that, but I remember thinking about that and being like, man, that'd be fucking crazy and weird. So that's what I thought of. That would be funny, yeah. I Um, really have to think about that question, but I would, like, his drunk history wouldn't work unless you were doing, like, like wars. No, I think think drunk history would work on, you could do storylines. It just, this just sounds like a whole lot of Chikara nonsense, right? (laughs) I mean, you could do, man, you could do, you could do a whole bunch of stuff. I think it'd be fun. Um, Calvin asks, um, is the creation of the women's tag team titles in the WWE, though it's a good thing, too little too late? No, I don't feel like there's a too late. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think it's... What what do you mean by, how could it be too late? (sighs) Because everyone's been asking for it for so long, and now they're like, oh yeah, we should do that now. Um, I mean, it's better... It's not like it's a fad. Honestly, I think it's better late... Than never, <laughs> yeah. Take that. Uh, no, but seriously, I think um, I think it is a good thing. I don't think it's too little, too late. Uh, I mean, they didn't really lose any tag teams that would have been in the scene uh, in the women's tag team division. So, 
I'm fine with it. I think it's cool. They're going to do it in the Elimination Chamber. I think that's going to be interesting. Are they doing it for one brand? No, it's for both. It is one oh. title for both. Uh, what? Yeah, so I think they're going to be roaming tag team champions, which I hope they do the idea that I was thinking of where if you are a tag team, like, so say the Iconics win and they can go between Raw and SmackDown. If they lose the titles to a Raw team, then they have to stay on Raw. So they are effectively replacing the people who took the titles. Yeah. I think that would be fun. But then the other team would just go back like, and forth roaming. Yeah. yeah. So like at any given point, one brand is going to be have one more tag team than the other. Yes, basically. Okay. I think that would be fun. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think uh, think it's fine. I don't I'm not against it. I think it'll I think it'll be fun. Hopefully. Question, you yeah. know, fingers crossed. Uh Wendell asks with the supposed exodus of WWE future endeavors, uh who will benefit most in WWE? Who will quote unquote take the brass ring and become a bigger WWE superstar? Jay Tyler Brown thinks John Cena and I agree. Wait, I don't understand the question. <laughs> With all these people leaving, like there are a bunch of contracts up and they're most likely going to leave, who would be the biggest or who would benefit the most who would be staying around? Go. Yeah. John Cena. (laughs) I think he was joking. I think who benefits the most is a returning Sami Zayn. Let's go with that. Oh, my God. Have you seen pictures of Kevin Owens? Yeah. Kevin Owens has lost like 30 pounds. Yeah. He's lost all of Kevin Owens. He needs to find some of it. No, he looks great. Yeah. He's not coming back till Rumble, apparently. Or, I'm sorry, till uh, after Mania. He's going to be happy as ever. Yeah, he is. He's, man, he's had a lot of time off. He's going to be feeling really good. I think Sami Zayn uh, benefits the most. I'm sure he is... Uh, I feel like Finn Balor would benefit Finn Balor is already benefiting, but yeah, he'll benefit even more, I think. You forget I don't watch Raw! Because I, I don't have to. I don't, Nobody has to watch Raw. I don't watch Raw either. I also think another man who uh, benefits from this is Andrade, who is only Andrade now. Uh, I've been watching. Oh, my God. Did The internet did lost see, their fucking minds over did that. Did you see the What a Maneuver tweet? No, I didn't. Where they were like, wow, if they keep dropping people's names, we're just going to change ours to what? <laughs> That's funny. And they were like, imagine being on a dry spell with tweets, and then this one's our most popular. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, no, but I think uh, Andrade, for sure, he's had some great matches so far. I heard they are, uh, they're getting a little higher on him because he's, he's getting put in a position for you know bigger matches, and they like what they're seeing from him, so... I'm sure also because he did a Canadian destroyer <laughs> twice. He did it two times in a row. Are those all the questions? No, we have another one. Hold on. Let me find it. Uh, Mike asks, what is the biggest indie match you've seen live featuring future stars? And he says, maybe aside from PWG. So we would have God to go. Damn to, it. <laughs> we'd have to go to APW for this, Marion. What do you got? We'd have to go to APW or couldn't we go to um, Evolve? Yeah, for we could. WrestleMania. Yeah, I, mean, I don't see why did, not. Who did, didn't didn't Tommy end? Oh, well, never mind. He's not. Oh, our our evolve weekend. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. I don't even remember Tommy those matches. Tommy evolve. Two thousand and oh my 16? god. Sixteen. No, was it two thousand and no uh, uh, mania 15. weekend? New Orleans. No, we need uh. 
Santa Clara. Santa Clara. WWN alerts full mania weekend. Here we go. That's what we would have. That's where we would have seen it. Um, I I want to see because I know we saw Drew Gulak. We saw Thatcher versus Gulak. Oh yeah, we saw we saw Biff Busick. We saw Biff. Um, oh yeah, we saw Biff versus Tommy End. Yes, yeah, because I knew. And we, we also saw, saw Timothy Thatcher versus Tommy End. So which was fucking nuts. And also uh, TJP was there. TJP was there. Um. I mean, Ricochet was there too. <laughs> Ricochet. A lot of people were there that weekend. That was fucking good. Good weekend. Um, a lot of people, but my boy Dust. That was before I met Dust. That was before the f- the infamous crying incident. <laughs> yeah, he was not. He was not there. Um, but I shook hands with Drew Gulak and freaked out because I was like, "This is like me shaking hands with Chuck Taylor." <laughs> but then later, I just ended up becoming friends with that dipshit. I feel like. Man, I know Ray Horace was in a match that weekend, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's great. I think it might have been Ray Horace. Um, oh, wait. <sighs> oh, my was God. it Ray Horace, Willie Mack? Or was he against another luchador? It was Ray Horace. It was. It was Ray, Ray Horace and Willie Mack. Uh, I mean, uh, not as big a stars as they should be, but they really uh, impressed me during that during that weekend the, i think sure. the biff busick tommy end match was fucking phenomenal yeah so i mean either one of those i would say biff is... was so scary back then i mean he's still scary now but he's actually really nice in person it's hard when you take out pwg because that's like oh it was fucking everybody yeah it was yeah i was like yeah it was freaking everyone yeah i mean i also saw i mean what's the biggest indie match you've seen live featuring future stars I mean, I saw Daniel Bryan versus Super Dragon at APW, so... Christ. I mean, <laughs> that one's pretty big. Um, but yeah, there you go. And he also says, off the top of your head, what are the lyrics to the NXT UK theme? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know if they're words. That might be offensive, but whatever. I don't know either. I don't watch enough. Honestly, when it comes to themes, I'll just skip through it because I'm usually on a time crunch. You, every time I'm th- trying to think of the words, I'm just thinking of the en- the original NXT. So that's definitely. I just not think it. of like the garbage NXT theme, like the current one. Yeah, and it makes me just want to puke. It's very like, bad. It'd be fair. Um, I wish you could see the way I'm recording right now. I have the uh, snowball mic balanced on my tummy, and I'm just lying. My God. Yep. Well, that's great. This is the life, y'all. I'm wearing socks that have cactuses on them, but the cactuses are cats. Nice. So they're cat cactuses. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what I did there, too, because I'm wearing them. All right. I think that's it for us this week. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Uh, sorry, I have to scroll all the way down. I jacked that up. Follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt. And you can follow Johnny P on Twitter at JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. And SoundCloud as well still. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Tell us that we're doing awful, to which I say, fuck off. Or tell us that we're doing great, to which I say, continue giving me compliments, please. Wow. I have low self-esteem. Well, shoot week. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts before uh, the inevitable changing of the logo, which... Oh, yes. Stay tuned. 
support TTR and all the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geek Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Um, anything you can do to help keep this train a-moving is appreciated. Help um, me, I'm poor. The other thing, I, I think... Uh, uh, that hashtag show.com go read all of my articles it's great also John is stringing some words together I am and I will Getting be noticed for it I will be hopefully stringing uh, some more um, words together over Facebook live um, via that hashtag show the wrestling show they do so be on the lookout for that link as well so Join us again next week for episode 191, and there's only one thing left to do, so Marianne, if you will... Ring the bell! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. <laughs>